Hey, what's up guys? This is Rob of Couch on Fire Podcast. Just wanted to uh, try something a little new today. I'm going to do a little quick podcast about something that happened to me yesterday. And I just have to share it with you guys. I just think it's it's pretty interesting. Um, I am recording on my phone. So if the sound quality is better or worse, <laughs> I do apologize. If it's better, then I might have to start changing up some shit. I don't know. We'll see. And I am also not at home. So I'm actually out and about right now. So I'm going to try to do something a little new. So bear with me. But anyway, so you probably see by the title of this. The Beyond Burger. Okay, so I am a meat connoisseur. I am a, I have a journeyman meat cutter certificate. I've, you know, gone through apprenticeship. I didn't know how to cut meat. These are some fun facts about myself. So with that said, I was very intrigued, especially being, you know, doing the whole keto thing and trying to eat healthy and stuff like that. I was very intrigued about a, um burger that was making its rounds. So I heard about this a while back when it was at White Castle. Now, here in South Carolina, we really don't have any White Castles. So I never got a chance to try it. But I heard about this burger that looks like a burger, sounds like a burger, here, is this, what, tastes like a burger? Yeah, it basically tastes like a burger, but it's not. It's plant-based, it's 100% plants. It's like, I don't even know what the fuck it's in. <laughs> Maybe I should research just a little bit more but anyway so I wanted to try it um but there's no White Castle so fast forward a couple months um I started hearing on the radio that this burger is making its round in grocery stores which is amazing I actually I did a podcast with um my old co-worker Griffin on the afterburn about um you know the future of being a vegetarian and things like that. He's not a vegetarian. I'm not a vegetarian, but just understanding why people are vegetarians or vegans. And um, we kind of talked about this burger because he was saying that he heard that because he still works at a grocery store. He said he heard that they will be getting some soon. And um, yeah, that might be the future because it's 20 grams of protein in just one burger. Now, okay, to give you a little bit of facts, a double cheeseburger is 20 grams so two burgers is 20 grams of uh, protein, and this is just one burger for 20 grams of protein. So, you know, I was like, okay, so I'm a little bit more intrigued, but then it started coming to life. I actually saw it. He actually sent me a picture because he got it, and he ate it, and he told me about it. He gave me his little review. Um, maybe next time Griffin and I are on this podcast, I'll tell you. Um, I'll let him tell you his review, but... Overall, it wasn't a bad experience. Um, so I was, I was intrigued. I was like, okay, fuck. We got to try this out. So um, fast forward a little bit more time, I started hearing radio ads for Burger King. They're releasing a burger called the Impossible Whopper. And I'm like, well, check one. That's a fucking awesome name. Check two. Uh, when is this coming to the beach? So I can fucking try this out. You know, I want to try it out. Because it's basically the Beyond Burger. And then I just saw recently, before I ate this, I just saw uh, there's this chain. You know, Mark Wahlberg and his brothers, they opened up a burger joint called the Wahlburgers. And there's actually one in my hometown where I live at. So, uh, and they're introducing the Impossible Burger too. So I'm like, man, this is just crazy. So naturally, that's it. Fuck it. I'm going to the grocery store. I'm buying this. We're going to try it out. 
So yesterday I went to the grocery store and I tried that fit. I got it. I, you know, I'll, the picture, the thumbnail is the picture of me taking a picture of the package so you can see what it looks like. You know, it looked fine, really red. Looks, it kind of looks like a, if you ever had like a salmon cake or like, imagine if you had tuna and you made like a little hamburger out of tuna. That's what it looks like. So let's look at this. So that's what it looks like in the package. So I go home, talk to my wife. It says, it recommends you that it, it says all these stuffs on the back. It says, make sure it's three minutes on one side, three minutes on the other side, either grill or put it in an iron pan. Um, so naturally I did none of those because I didn't feel like grilling because I have a charcoal grill and I got to light it all up and all that stuff. And then um, I didn't want to cook it in a pan because I was, just, I was just too lazy. I just got home from work. So I have an air fryer and I was like, well, that cooks burgers. So I'll just try that. But, you know, I opened it up. The initial smell was very, very interesting. It smelled like, it smelled like tuna fish. It straight smelled like tuna fish. Not a strong smell, but enough smell. Did it smell like tuna fish? So we, um, so I'm like, okay, well, this is weird. The texture of it, I picked it up. I didn't have to, you know, I washed my hands, but it's not raw meat, so it's it's this vegetable base. So I'm like, okay, so I put it in the air fryer and I close the air fryer. I look at the back, it says how long, you know, three minutes on one thread, three minutes on the other side. So I'm like, okay, well, this is the air fryer. I'll do it at 400 degrees, four minutes on one side, four minutes on the other side, and we'll, we'll just go from there. It did say internal temperatures at 165, which it was by the time I ate it. Um, I do think choosing the air fryer for the first time, should I should have did it on the grill. But luckily, I bought a second pack, and this weekend I'm going to be grilling, so we're going to try that out again. But back to what I was saying. We, um, when I say we, mostly me. My wife did not have, didn't want anything to do with this. As soon as she started smelling it, I think that's half the battle. The fact that you know it's plant-based and the fact that you can smell it before it's cooked, it really just turned me off. But I was like, I'm going to try this. I got to try this. I was like, okay. So I, um, I cooked it came out and you know the, around the edges were really crusty it was like really good you know it still looked not like a burger so i would always know even if it was on the grill but it was good pulled it out put it on the plate put some cheese on it i don't eat bread so i didn't have it with a bun which at this time i really feel like it would have been better with a bun i know it's leading to me saying that it's not a good burger but let me finish first. So I put the cheese on it, put my, you know, all my condiments that I like to use, hot sauce, a sugar-free ketchup, mustard, you know, all the good stuff. And um, I dive right into it. So the crunchy part of it is actually pretty good. The, the unfortunately, the middle of the burger, it looks raw. It's not raw. They even say it on the package. It's going to look raw, but it's not raw. As long as it's at 165. I'm like, okay. It has a weird, it's a unique taste. It does taste like a Whopper, if anybody in the United States had a Burger King Whopper before. So it does actually kind of taste like a burger. Not the whole thing. So the beginning part tastes like a burger. The middle part is kind of weird. It's a weird texture. And then the end part, it tastes like a burger. So it's just that weird texture part. And that's where I think that if I did it on a grill, it would be a little bit different. I would get that charcoal flavor too involved into it and I'll probably smoke it with a little bit of applewood. So I think that um that was pretty much I lost my damn train of thought.
typical me, right? Anyway, no, um, yeah, going back, okay, I remember now. So, yeah, so I had it, and it was good. I ate, I ate one and a half, I ate, so I ate a whole one, and I ate a half. I did feel full, and I don't know, and then I did feel a little sick afterwards, and I think it's just the mental game. If you get past the fucking mental game, I feel like it would be pretty good. But overall, my first experience with the Beyond Burger is it wasn't bad. Would I have it again? I would try it in a different way. And the last thing I would say is I still love my real burger. I just don't know. I don't know how. This is a great alternative for vegans and vegetarians. I think you guys would love this shit. But I just don't know if I do or not. I just don't know. But it was, a, you know, it was very interesting. But it was a... A weird experience and I, you know I wanted to come on here and tell you guys I know this is another solo one um, but uh, yeah this Beyond Burger is pretty pretty sick I took a picture I showed it to Alex Alex was uh, like oh man I can't wait to hear about this so I encourage you to go out there and try something new you should always try something new and that's a fact you should definitely try something new Yes, I picked up my phone, so if I'm a little louder, it's because I'm actually talking into my phone, so. But I hope you guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. It's only 10 minutes long, nothing special. Go to your local food market, look at the Impossible Burger. I've heard mixed reviews, I've heard that there's still chemicals in it, I've heard all the, oh, it's just weird stuff, but you're going to hear stuff. Push all that shit to the side, try for yourself. It was five bucks for two patties, so $2.50 a patty. Little pricey, um, but I think for something you want to try, you should try. Now, when Burger King does get this, I'm probably gonna try it again with the bun and all the all the good stuff that Burger King does. I'll probably cheat that day, so we'll see. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for sharing, liking, all the cool stuff that you guys do. Really do appreciate it. Um, and yeah, look forward to talking to you guys later next week. So, thank you.